Rick Mulready here from the Art of Online Business Podcast. And if you want to build a brand that matters, you've got to be listening to Brands on Brands on Brands with my good friend, Brandon Berkmeyer. Listen up. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in each week as we bring you the leading experts and authors and authorities in the marketing and branding space, take their knowledge, break it down, and give you some actionable tactics that you can use today in your business. I'd like to get you guys moving and growing, and uh, I think today is a great example of how we can do that. And we're diving into Facebook ads today and online marketing with one of the best in the business. His name's Rick Mulready. Before that, if you guys are new to the show and you want to make sure you're tuning in each week, go to brandonbrands.com and subscribe. There are links there on how to find the show and just be a part of our community. Make sure that you're getting our emails each week that lets you know when new content's coming out. And uh, there's also, you know, other ways we can help you there. There's freebies, there's promo products, whatever you need is there. So check that out if you get a chance. But what I want to talk about today is our guest, Rick Mulready, Facebook advertising, paid traffic, online marketing, all huge topics right now, especially when people are looking for new leads to come into their business. The lifeblood, the lifeline of your business is customers and the systems you build to bring those customers to you, to nurture them and to convert them. And that's what we're talking about today. And I couldn't think of a better person to talk about it than Rick Mulready. He has been an industry leading authority on breaking down these complex topics like Facebook ads, like automation, like funnels into little bite-sized actionable pieces that entrepreneurs and small businesses can take in and actually implement today to get them moving. So Rick is not only out there speaking and on stages, he also is the host of a very popular podcast called The Art of Paid Traffic, is what it used to be called. That just changed in January of 2020 to being now The Art of Online Business Podcast, which has over 100,000 downloads per month and reaches people in 190 plus countries. Uh, after working, let me tell you a little about Rick's background. I mean, this is a guy who worked in corporate internet advertising space for over 12 years for companies like AOL and Yahoo, Fournier Die, Vibrant Media. And he walked away from all of that to jump into the world of Facebook advertising and has been on a rampage ever since and has created industry-leading training courses like the Facebook Advantage, the Facebook Ad Manager. He consults with entrepreneurs and businesses on their Facebook advertising and on their online marketing strategies. And we'll, what we'll talk about in our show today are some of the things he's teaching today that you can find at rickmulready.com. The show that will be linked in the show notes, uh, but that's Rick, R-I-C-K, Mulready, M-U-L, 
R-E-A-D-Y, rickmulready.com, is where you can go to find his courses, things like his Foundations Ads course that helps new newbies and beginners get moving within, with Facebook ads, or things like his Accelerator Mastermind, which is for the more advanced user, the people that are have been doing this for a while and are ready to take the next step to really grow their leads and to fix their, not just their Facebook ads, but their entire approach to online marketing, to closing the sale, their systems for marketing, their outsourcing, their resources. All of that uh, is covered in this Accelerator Mastermind program. So obviously this guy's been putting out a bunch of content, whether it's free or his resources and courses and even one-on-one time, which you'll get at the Accelerator program. So obviously someone who comes with massive value. Also for me, like I discovered Rick by listening to some of Amy Porterfield's content. He is often there featured as an expert talking a bit to her show. Her show is the uh, Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. And obviously one of the name, top names in the game for list building and for course creation. And just ever since I discovered Rick, I then dove down the rabbit hole, started listening to his show, consuming his content and am better because of it. So I was excited to get him on the show today to take that knowledge and bring it to you. And so with no further ado, let's get into the show. Check it out. Brands on Brands. All right, let's get going. I'm very excited to welcome our guest first and foremost, Rick Mulready. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I'm really excited. You're someone who's been on my radar, on my list for a while, especially in, in the realm of Facebook ads, online marketing. You're at the top where, so, you know, I look up to people, right? And I, I, I chase people down. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they teaching? And you're someone who's been speaking and being featured with other people's work who really dives in deep and has been teaching this for a long enough time that like, you know what you're talking about. So I appreciate it. What we're talking about today is generating leads for your business, which is really important. Like right now, it's the number one question people are asking is, you know, times are tough with the pandemic and whatnot. Like times are getting hard. People are tightening their belts. How do I get people's attention? How do I bring more into the business I have? And as someone who's been doing this for not, not just through online marketing but and Facebook ads, but just working with businesses to understand their processes for that long, I'm really excited to bring that knowledge to the table today. So are you ready to jump into it? Let's do it, man. Love it. All right, y'all. So let's start here, Rick. Facebook in general, we'll start with like this tool, this piece of the puzzle, this part of the business. Why is Facebook such an important tool in your arsenal? And why is lead generation so important? Why is that the thing that people are, are uh, trying to figure out right now? Well, I mean, it's something that people are always trying to figure out, especially now more so, right? Because of everything that's going on on the world stage. But, you know, leads and sales are the lifeblood of your business. If you don't have... If you're not creating revenue, you don't have a business. And so you've got to get, you know, a consistent flow of new leads coming in, you know, and it's, I say consistent. Some people can only take certain amount of leads coming in at a time and then they quote unquote process them or, or convert them to sales or what have you. And then they'll pick back up later. Most businesses want that continued, consistent flow of leads coming in. And so, you know, one of the best ways to do it, and it's how I've always done it in my business is through advertising through Facebook and Instagram ads. And, you know, the beauty about ads, the beauty about, you know, using platforms like Facebook and Instagram is the targeting. You can get super specific with your targeting. Now, I know that for some people, and I'm sure that, you know, for everybody listening to the show here, it's not the case, but I just want to address it real quick. 
everyone always thinks or when they hear targeting, they're like, oh, it's a privacy thing or what have you. And like, look, like Facebook and Instagram, they don't know it's like John from whatever, from Boise, Idaho. And it's, they're doing, no, they don't know that. It's just based on your actions on the platform, right? Or on the platforms and other information that you're putting on there and stuff like that. So the ability to target your specific audience is awesome on the platforms. In addition, you can build retargeting audiences of like people who visit your website or visit landing pages or watch your videos or, or what have you. That's why it's so, they're, they're such great platforms to be using to generate leads and sales for your business. The other thing too is that even though they've been around for, I mean, Facebook obviously been around for a lot longer than Instagram, but just the ad costs. And I mean, have they been going up over the years? Absolutely. But the opportunity to get very cost-efficient and effective leads for your business on those platforms is awesome. And so it's, uh, you know, even with all the competition that has come about over the years, it's, they're still amazing platforms. Now, to address like what's going on right now in the world and for online businesses in general, people are like, oh, I should probably pull back on my ads or pull back on my marketing. And I say just the opposite. And now, is your ad spend going to be... I mean, for some businesses, ad spend is going, to be, is going to be less than what they normally do. I get that. But just because what's going on doesn't mean that people should be pulling back in their marketing. I say lean in and serve your target audience right now more than ever because they need... They're looking for help. They're looking for support. They're looking for ideas. They're looking for inspiration. You know, they're looking for the leaders that we are as business owners to get help that they're looking for in their specific, you know, whatever, whatever challenges they're having. And we as entrepreneurs get to serve them, especially in times like now. So lean in. And when I say lean in, get your content out there. Get your, use Facebook and Instagram advertising to get your ads in front of your target audience so that you're able to lead with service, lead with care, lead with love in how you're able to uniquely help them and I mean that from the perspective of like just getting your business in front of them, maybe it's through video, building your email list 100%, making offers to them. You can be doing that through, uh, you know, selling and so forth. But lead costs, I should say, and lead costs right now are as low as they've been in years, which is awesome because people have pulled back on the platform. So there's less competition on there right now, which means lead costs are, are, are much lower and will they come back up? Absolutely. But right now, they're still very low. And I say right now, we're recording this at the end of April. You know, for the foreseeable future here, I see that being the case. And so now is an amazing time to be leaning in and serving your target audience and, and building that relationship with them to serve them. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's two like there's two categories. If your business can handle more yeah. work right now, which, you know, that's different for everybody. But if it can, it seems like there's two pieces to this. There's like your warm people, the people you've been nurturing that are like ready, like I need something to keep my business going. You might be that thing that helps them or they might need that thing that you're, that you're putting out there and they've built trust with you over time. Or there's, you might have new people that are like, they didn't need what you had until right now. And right now they need it more than ever. Yeah, exactly. And both of these things, I, I can see why you're saying, let's push in a little bit more because you might have people that more than ever are looking for something like you provide. Yeah. And it's reaching people where they're at, right? It's like, you, you just said it perfectly, Brandon, like maybe before they didn't need your service and, or, or maybe they didn't even, maybe they needed it, but they didn't know about you. Well, now is an amazing time to get yourself in front of them and show them how you can help them. 
And, you know, maybe that's simply through a video or whatever. And you're, and you're, you're, I don't know, giving them something to think about or, or some sort of a mindset shift or what have you. Maybe it's a lead magnet. You're giving them a free resource in exchange for their email. Maybe it's a, an inexpensive offer. What, whatever, whatever that might be, you get to lean in and help them for where they're at right now. What I like about that, and if you take a minute to think about like what Rick's saying here is, if nothing else, it's a good time to look inside your business and say, what is it that could really help my audience right now? Or, you know, and whether that's you creating something new that you haven't thought to create before, or you building something for free that you used to charge for to get people moving into, you know, systems that you have created. I think that that's a huge opportunity. So even just working within your business right now could be huge. Well, 100%, I agree with that. And I think that I do want to caveat though, I do want to sort of clarify something that there's a lot of talk about there about pivoting your business. And, you know, and I think what I, the way that I define pivoting is like a long-term change in the direction and strategy of your business and in the long-term why of your business, if you will. And I don't see that as the time right now. I see, like you just said, Brandon, like maybe you're, maybe you're, you're changing your messaging to reflect the times. Maybe you have a new offer to reflect the times, but it's, so those are like mini pivots because it's what we should be doing as entrepreneurs anyway, is being in tune with what our audience needs. And we are there for them during whatever's going on and what, whatever they need. But I don't see this as a long-term pivot, you know, for forever here in the business. I mean, you have some you know, like on a local business perspective, like here in San Diego, for example, there's restaurants and I'm sure they're, you know, all over the place that are doing this, but like restaurants are turning to like, you know, instead, obviously people can't come in, but they are, you know, delivering groceries or something like that or delivering food that they get. That's not a long-term thing for them. That's like a sort of art temporary pivot that they're doing, right? Because the signals would be wrong. I would imagine like you're saying, well, this is what's going on. And then suddenly things switch back to how they used to be. And you're like, oh, the demand was, was fake for what I thought I could sustain. Yeah, exactly. So it's not a long-term pivot. It's not a drastic change in like, all right, I'm changing my entire business. It's like, look, what types of things can we do by knowing who our target audience is and what they need right now? How can we come up with some ideas? Like you just said, Brandon, look look inside our business, look at our customers, look at our audience that we want to serve. And what do they need right now? And if it's not something that we currently offer, but yet it makes sense for us to maybe lean in and do, go for it. You know, so I wanted to bring this up. I mean, obviously traffic, you know, paying for traffic, running Facebook ads, these aren't new ideas. This is, you know, like there's a few people that we still need to bang, you know, bang down the doors on. But for the majority of people that would be familiar with you or that would be listening, like they've heard of this. This isn't, you know, a a trumpet me to Blair, but, you know, they might be people out there who've tried it and it's worked nominally. It could be working better for them. And I'd want to acknowledge, like, why is it so difficult, especially for someone who's trying to figure this out themselves Mm -hmm. or who is trying to help other people with it, but at like a a starting level, I'd say, why is it so difficult to execute successfully? I think the biggest thing that gets in the way is people's mindset, honestly. And when people hear that, they're like, "Uh, Rick, really? Mindset? You know, we're talking about advertising, something that's very tangible, tactical, strategic. And yeah, it's mindset. And I mean, that's the base. I, I look at it as the base. It's the foundation of successful ads. Because what happens is, is most people do a couple of things. They jump right into ads. They, and which I love. I love the, you know, I love the like get after it sort of uh, thinking. But it's like, don't jump into ads before you've done the work up front. And what I mean by that is, are you clear in your target audience? Are you super clear on them? Are you clear on what kind of offer that you want to test to them? Are you clear on the strategy? Are you clear on 
uh, the types of copy. You know, what kind of copy are you going to use to to try to attract them? And then the mindset around testing. Like you have to be patient. You have to have a uh, of a mindset of patience. In that, I mean, I hear some from so many people. They're like, "Wait, this didn't these didn't work after five days." And so I'm either I have, I either have no idea what I'm doing or ads don't work. And neither one is the case, right? It's just like, look, five days, you got to be patient. Like use the numbers that you're seeing, use the stats that you're seeing inside of Ads Manager to make decisions and then try something new. Most people, they just give up, right? And that's what I'm talking about from a mindset perspective. You got to be patient. You have to do the upfront work. And the upfront work is not necessarily fun, right? Because it's going to take you a while to do that, frankly, if you do it right. I was uh, on an interview with somebody yesterday and they were telling me that they have this idea of who their ideal customer person is and they actually knew some of the people like they, they you know they had some of their names so what they did was they went on Facebook and they researched they looked up the person looked up some of the interests that they have right and they wrote them down and then went through each person and it took this person hours to do this and when she tested that targeting out it wasn't like, you know, in the online marketing space or in, you know, interested in, you know, whomever it is, social media examiner, it was other interests, other hobbies or what have you. And those ads were performing really, really well. And that's the type of knowledge that you need to have and the willingness to be able to do the work and to to be able to test it. And most people don't want to do that. So that's why I say, have the right mindset first, that ads do work, but you got to be willing to put the work in first. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's a long road, especially for business owners out there in general. Like the the idea that you could turn it, you could try it for the first time and, and it'll work is obviously crazy. But it's it gets to the point, I'd imagine for some people, they're like, would they ever be able to figure out how to make it work without some kind of help or coaching of some sort? I want I put that to you. Like, do you think that people can do this on their own or like what kind of training would they need to actually get this to work for them? Well, I've seen hundreds of cases over the years, you know, with either people coming in to work with me directly or have taken my course, what have you, they make it work, they figure it out. And so I know 100% that it's possible. You know, other people, they say, well, can I just watch some videos on YouTube or what have you? I'm like, sure, go for it. Like you absolutely can do that. And can you figure it out that way? For sure. It's good. Is it going to take you longer to do that? Yes, it is. If you look up a video on YouTube, for example, it's more like, you know, a piece of, of ads, meaning it's like one piece of the overall strategy or how to do something. And then another video is something. So you can piece it all together for sure. You know, you can go on to Facebook's Blueprint, which is a free training that they have on there, which is really, really good training. But again, it's not necessarily an A to Z how to do things from the start all the way through to, okay, your ads are running now. What do you do? with them, how do you read the metrics and all that stuff. They have individual trainings on all the different components, which are great. But again, it's like, all right, you want to know from A to Z, let's get started. And how do we create campaigns that are actually going to be effective in what we're trying to do? And so if somebody is just starting out, highly recommend, and of course, I'm biased because I'm a course creator, but you really should learn, right? Learn the basics. What I like to say, learn enough to be dangerous, 
Yeah. Well, let's give an example of, of being dangerous or not, not being dangerous, but yeah. learning enough that it's, uh, you're actually helping yourself because what I've, what I've be- become a fan of in terms of like learning from you and this content you put out is that you have figured out how to try to break things down in a way that people understand. And you drop these like little nuggets of information that, you know, might just have little breakthroughs for people along the way. So yeah. it's not, not the, for the person who's just starting, but the people who've been, you know, have been trying to learn along the way. And you've been teaching this for a long time. I'd, I'd ask you this for the people that have been trying it. Is there a few little like t- actual tactical things that you've seen and the people you that like people just are overlooking that they haven't done these couple of things and, and whatever the reason is that just really takes people from like missing the mark to just starting to be on the right road, like some actual things within the Facebook program uh, and running ads that they aren't doing right now. One of the simple things and like it's... I mean, it is a foundational thing, but yet a lot of people do frankly get it. They mess it up, frankly, is just having the right objective. So at the campaign level, when you start to go set up your ads, one of the first things you do besides name the campaign is you choose the objective. And the objective is simply you're telling Facebook, what's the goal of the campaign? Like, what do you want to do with the campaign? Most people, they want conversions, right? Meaning they want somebody, they want to build their list or get people to register for a webinar or what have you. And so... It's about, so when you choose conversions as your objective, you're telling Facebook, all right, I'm going to have an ad that when people click on it, they're going to go to an external landing page. And my goal, I want them to opt in. And so you want to choose the right objective for what you're trying to accomplish. Most people, that's why I talk about that work up front is like, they're not clear on their goal. They're not clear on their strategy. And you have to know that up front before you even start the campaign, because you have to set, it's the first thing you set up at the campaign level. And even for people who have been running ads for a little while and not getting the results, that is something that I check right off the bat is like, all right, what is your, are you using the right objective that aligns with what you want to do? And then from there, I would say the biggest thing that I see people, they're not getting the results that they want is that they're going back to the targeting is their targeting that they've set up at the ad set level is all over the place, you know, because logically we think like, oh, the more targeted that we can get, the better. And so, for example, like I want to reach somebody who has an interest in whatever, and they're also interested in this, and they also do this, and they also read this publication or whatever, what have you. And so we've taken, you know, an audience, let's just say of a million people, and by adding all those layers in, what I call you kind of like choking off the algorithm, you're, you're making it harder for the algorithm to work for you. And so what I would say is get specific to who you want to target, but leave it there. Like, don't keep adding in layer after layer to like get down because yes, that might be the person you really want to get to. But Facebook's algorithm is all about simplicity now. Whereas used to be, we would do, you know, I'll never forget like five years ago, I kind of crashed power editor, power editor, you know, you used to be power editor ads manager. And I had like 767 ad sets in a campaign is because we used to break everything out. It was like one ad for this audience and it was mobile and then it was desktop and all this other stuff. And so those days are gone, right? I mean, yes, there is, you know, you can do advanced like breaking out and stuff. I'm not saying that. But for most people who are running ads right now and they're not getting the results, my advice would be to simplify, right? So what I mean by that is, all right, you're going to have, say, like a cold campaign. So your target, your interest targeting audiences. So I'm, I want to fart target fans of, uh, social media examiner and Amy Porterfield and what have you. And that's going to be that cold campaign. And then you're going to have maybe 
three to four, maybe five different ads within each ad set. And that's it. Like you let Facebook's algorithm do the work for you. And what you want to do there is when I say to let the algorithm do the work for you and simplify, you know, we're looking for audience sizes of try to get, try to get at least a million people per ad set. And especially when we're doing conversions as our objective, because the more data, if you will, that we can give to Facebook's algorithm to get the results that we're looking for, those conversions, the better off we're going to be. Whereas, you know, years ago, a couple of years ago, it was like, all right, let's get that audience size to like, you know, maybe between 200,000 and 400,000 or something like that. And, you know, if that's all you can do, fine. But that's one thing that's changed over the years is that if we can get those audience sizes larger, yet they're still targeted for who we want to be reaching with our ads. And then we can use the ad copy and the ad themselves to speak directly to the people that we want to be reaching. That's really the key. And that's really what's going to change a lot of people's campaigns for better. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be pausing and rewinding here. (laughs) So I appreciate you you taking us down that road. I do want to back up in terms of the idea of like talking about objectives. Yeah. So for, I know a lot of people out there, there, what a lot of online marketers these days and in general, people are like, I want to get into this coaching space. I want to eventually create a course, but maybe they're just doing the coaching right now. They want to eventually be you know, a Rick Mulready, an Amy Porterfield, you know, mm-hmm. which I know is a good friend of yours. If you guys haven't listened to either of the, your, your podcasts, uh, Amy's is Online Marketing Made Easy with Amy Porterfield. Rick's is the Art of Online Business podcast. Check those out. I mean, that's, if you want the masterclass, just kind of go down episode by episode. But if they're working towards that and they're looking for, you know, we have to build our, our list of people that are interested in the, you know, the thing that we teach. Where do we drive them? What's an objective for that type of campaign? conversions. And so the confusing thing, and then Facebook does make this quite confusing at the, at the campaign level. So when you go to the campaign level, so that's the first thing that you do when you're setting up your ads campaign, they give you kind of like a three different columns on the page there. And they're broken up into like different parts of the funnel, right? So if you want to get people to opt into your email list, you want conversions. Now, the other option, which makes it confusing is leads. Facebook says leads in there. And so people were like, oh, wait, I want leads. Well, leads is actually a different type of ad. It's what they call the lead ad. And the lead ad is where the entire lead opt-in experience was, is within the ad unit itself. And so what that means is your ad looks exactly the same way it normally does. Like say you're scrolling through Facebook, you see an ad, but when you click the button, it populates right within the ad unit itself. So you don't leave Facebook or you don't leave. And so you set the fields like, all right, I want to collect their first name and their email address. And you set that. And so now the ad unit has, you know, your copy right there and then fields for first name and email. And it populates, auto-populates with the information from Facebook. And so, you know, the email address that you have for Facebook it auto-populates with that email address and your first name, obviously. And then you just click submit and you're done. It's a lead. Now, some people will be like, well, that sounds really cool. That sounds really easy, right? Well, wouldn't I want to do that? And yes, you can build retargeting audiences of those people interacting with your lead ad and all that stuff. But the problem that we see for... Now, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to make a general statement because for businesses like that we're not really talking about, but like car dealerships, for example, lead ads would be great, right? They work really well. But from my experience, what I've seen from both my business and for, you know, my students' businesses, lead ads generally don't work as well. They might see a lower lead cost 
but the quality of the lead is not as good. Number one, because what they have to do to opt in is like literally two clicks. Like they click, auto populates, click done, right? And, you know, and how many of us use the email address for our Facebook account that we're actually using in our, you know, in our day-to-day life. Most people aren't using the same email address. And so that's what affects the, the quality of the lead. And so rather what you were talking about, Brandon, is when I want people to click on my ad and then go to, you know, the landing page I've created in Kajabi or what have you. That is conversions. And so that's where the use of the Facebook pixel comes in. And that said, you know, so I don't want to get too technical, but like conversions is my objective at the campaign level. And then at the ad set level, I'm optimizing for it. That's the specific conversion that I have set up. So I place the Facebook pixel on the thank you page after they opt in. And I name that conversion, whatever, like lead magnet to thank you page, whatever it is. And so now I'm optimizing for that specific conversion at the ad set level. What that means is I'm telling Facebook, all right, I want conversions. I want, I want people to click on my ad, go to my landing page. And I want you to you, meaning like the algorithm to set my ads up to get me the most results of this specific conversion. Does that make sense? It does. And I think the advantage there is you're also gaining the, you gaining the advantage. All these people are coming to your site. If they decide to leave, they can still be retargeted because they've visited your page. Yep. And is that something lost when you stay within the lead, the lead form that? Not necessarily because you can set up a, a custom audience of people who are engaging with your lead ad. And there's a few different, I forget exactly how many are, what they are, but like, somebody who like engages with the lead ad, but doesn't fill out the, or doesn't complete what you want them to do. You can have an audience of people who did complete that. So you can build those audiences. So that's not lost, but again. It's about the quality of the, the like if they, it's like you put in a little bit of effort, they weren't just curious, they were actually interested. A hundred percent. Yeah, and, and, and that's where, this is a good point actually, this would be remiss if we didn't talk about this real quick, is that we are always, you know, people are always looking for the lowest cost per lead right? And so it's like, well, if I can get a $2 cost per lead versus a $6 cost per lead, I'm going to take that $2 lead all day long. Well, maybe, right? It's about the quality of the lead. If, if those $6 leads are the ones that are actually converting into sales and the $2 leads aren't doing that at all, I'll take the $6 leads all day long. It's about the quality of the lead and which leads are actually converting into sales, which you can track right inside of Facebook's ads manager. Absolutely. So I think all that, I mean, Beyond this, I think if people need the masterclass, they're going to have to start working with people and just consuming all the content because we can't get through it all in one episode. That's just not you know where we can do. But I want I appreciate the deep dive on at least one of these fields, yeah. So that people can start to see there is there is like levels to this. There's nuance to this. And to your point about mindset, like each phase, there's going to be some level that you have to have the patience to get through, to learn, to try and figure out and fail, so that you can move forward and, and grow. Yeah, totally. If I can just add one more thing to that, Brandon's like. Another mistake that I see people make, and I kind of alluded to it before, is in this whole like, you know, at least make yourself dangerous, as I say, learn the basics and do a little bit yourself before you outsource your ads. So I'm a big proponent of outsourcing, but before you hire an ads manager, before you hire an agency, do it yourself first. Because then what happens is now you have a knowledge base to have a, an educated conversation with that ads manager or with that agency. You know what the metrics mean. You know what the stats are. You have an understanding. I have countless stories of students who come to me who say, 
yeah, I lost $8,000 because I hired an agency and for three months they got me zero results. And I had no idea how to have a conversation with them about it because I didn't know anything about it. And then they take over their ads themselves and they're like, oh my God, now I'm getting results and I actually enjoy the process. So they, they do. I've had so many stories about that where, you know, I mean, frankly, the number of quality ad managers out there is painful. And they, they, you know, a lot of them talk a big game, but when it comes down to it, they, a lot of them, so many of them don't know what they're doing, but they sell people that they know what they're doing. And so that's why I say, look, I, if you want to outsource, great, but do them yourself first, get that foundational knowledge before you outsource. It makes sense. Cause then you can even, you can ask the right question. Hey, tell me your process. And if they're exactly. missing steps, you're going to recognize that they've only gone, you know, to the surface level of it. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I mean, you obviously been teaching this for a while. You've kind of dove deep on this for for years now. Tell me what's going on in your business right now. Obviously, if people want to work with you, they want someone to help them with this kind of stuff. They can go to rickmulready.com. Mm-hmm. They can listen to your podcast. But what's the, what, what are you teaching these days? How are you helping people? Right now, so it's it's two different ways. Number one, so I have my foundations ads course. And so that is for Facebook and Instagram ads, teaching you pretty much like all the stuff we've been talking about here today. It's like how to how to get your Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns to be effective for actually working for you. And this is this course is for either if you're just starting out, you've never done ads before, or to that person that you mentioned before, Brandon, like the person who's been doing some ads, but they're not getting the results that they want, this course will help you get better results. And so it's the ads course. And that's for people who are really looking to create that predictable uh, stream of leads coming into their business. And then what I've discovered, you, you keep mentioning that I've been doing this a long time, like, absolutely. Like, one of the things I've, I've noticed, and I did this for a long time too, for the first several years of my business, was I was only teaching ads. And what I realized was like, you know what? Obviously, they're super important. It's how I built my business. And that's how I recommend people absolutely doing ads to everything we've been talking about here today. They're just one piece of the puzzle, though, to create, you know, an online business that has impact. So to increase revenue, to fulfill the deeper purpose that you have for your business, to help people. It's just one piece of, of the puzzle. So for everybody who's looking to grow an online business, once you start to get traction with your ads, it just brings up a whole new a slew of opportunities, we'll call them challenges. But to, to actually grow a business where you're not having to spend you know 16 hours a day in your business, that you can actually have a life, that you can actually you know be an example of how to run a successful online business that has a big impact, that's creating great revenue, but yet you have a balance there between your family life and, and your business life. And, you know, if you have kids, for example, like I have a 16 month old, you know, you get to be that model for them of, you know, that of what's possible. And so that's really what I like to get into f- with my accelerator program. So it's a coaching uh, slash mastermind program where, we dive into ads, yes. And this is where it's more access to me. I'm more hands-on. We have coaches as well. But that's really about, all right, let's build, let's build a, take your business that you have right now to the next level. Because what I find is people gain momentum with their ads and they, they get going in the business and then, then, then they get stuck, right? They're like, all right, maybe I'm doing, you know, three, four, 5,000 a month in my business. Ugh, but now I'm not really sure what to do to, to take it to the next level to scale the business. Well, oftentimes they're doing way too much in the business themselves. They're doing all the things in their business and they're starting to burn out. And you know that transition to 
you know, how do I begin hiring for the team? How do I, you know, kind of start to step back and become the actual CEO of the business, which is, you know, it can be a really challenging transition there. You know, I see a lot of people have way too many offers that they're trying to do. They're trying to please everybody. And it's all about like, how do we streamline the business and simplify it? so that it is really fulfilling for you and it's you just fall in love with your business if, if you're not already. I love that. And I think that what's great is not just in, having a foundations program is, is critical for, for a lot of us out there. Having something that takes us from here to there to where we feel like we're smart enough to outsource if we need to or to continue the process. But a lot of times people create those kind of things and we don't have anywhere to go after that. So that now that there's this, you know, accelerated mastermind and like for me, I'm a, like a hands-on kind of guy. I like learning from a human being, yeah. uh, not just recorded. So, and get to ask questions. So, and that's why I like having a podcast because I can, you know, I can pick it, <laughs> pick it totally. people, uh, here or there. But so I appreciate that you've built something like that. But I, what I'd ask is, do you have any stories? I know this is, I, I, I'm not sure when this kicked off, but do you have any stories yet of like some of the things that people have that you've seen the challenges you were guessing actually were, were true? You're like, yeah, this is the thing that people like you see the breakthroughs. Have you seen some of those stories start to come to light of people who are having breakthroughs in this program? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, one of the big things is like people don't trust themselves in what they're doing in the business. And oftentimes they just need an outside set of eyes to just to kind of shine light on their blind spots. If we, we all have blind spots, right? I mean, we just need external, because we're so close to our businesses that we're like, we often miss the most obvious things. Well, that's where a coach comes in because they get to be like, wait, what about this over here? And you're like, oh yeah, of course. I didn't even see that. Well, everyone, that happens to everybody. And so a lot of times with my students, it's really streamlining their business. So number one is creating the foundation, right? They need leads and sales coming into the business. That's the foundation. But then it's about, all right, do you have, you know, an organic content strategy? Like you have the podcast here, like, all right, awesome. Now you're building authority, you're building brand awareness, right? And you're generating, you could be generating leads, for example, sending people somewhere. So do you have that sort of thing in your business as well? A lot of people don't have that. They're just kind of putting their stuff out there and, you know, starting to work. But cool, it's, again, this, this is about building a cohesive business that can have a long-term impact, right? And so it's a lot of that, like getting that in place for people and, and, and so forth. Um, a lot of, a lot of students that come to me, they have way too many offers, right? So they're like, they have like six different things and they're speaking to six different types of audience people. And, and like, I've been there and I know what that's like. So it's like, all right, let's stream like that down. Like let's niche that down because it's counterintuitive. Most, most people think like, oh, I need more offers and I need to speak to all these people in order to have a big business. So that's not the tr- not, the, not true. Um, so we, lo- you know, we look at that. And I'd say the other big thing is that, again, this goes back to the first thing I said as far as people just need um, to know that what they're doing is, is good. It's doubling down on what's working. Right. I have a, I have a woman who, um, she's in the program right now. She's been on my podcast where she came to me and she was doing about $10,000 a month in her business. So she was doing really well, but she wanted to triple that over like the next six months. And so what the, how we started the process is like, okay, cool. Well, what's working right now to, so that to generate 10,000 and oftentimes it's like small tweaks that will have a huge impact in, in revenue. Um, and so what we did was we just looked at the funnel that she was running 
and are like, all right, do you know your numbers? Like how much does it cost you to get a lead? How much does it cost you to, to acquire a customer? Now that you know your numbers, we use that to educate how much we should we can be spending on ads. Like everybody always asks, like, how much I should be spending on ads? Well, the true way to answer that is like, how much is it costing you to get a lead and how much is it costing you to, to acquire a customer? And it's all about the numbers. And so that was we just we just um, we optimized her funnel, and then it was just about pouring more money into it, paying for those leads. They were the 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 cost to acquire the customer was better, right? So it's just like, all right, let's double down on that. And then from there, it was like, all right, she's working too much. Now let's streamline the business. Let's get her out of the business a little bit more, hire a team, like help, you know, ideate on what roles does she need, that sort of thing. And so that's a very common thing I see people challenged with in their business. Well, I appreciate that. Cause I mean, the examples help us like the word accelerator, like, well, what is that? I mean, it helps yeah. us understand like how people are actually being, you know, moved in the program towards, you know, better results. So I totally. appreciate you sharing that with us and that you've built that. And I do want to talk a little bit about like you, you made some changes recently. I mean, your show used to be called the art of paid traffic and now it's the art of online marketing and the podcast space. What happened? I'm curious about when this realization happened that, you know, I, that me, myself, I need to change my, my business because of something that's happening in the environment or something like a light bulb went off or something you've been thinking about for years, but hadn't taken action on. Like what, how did this start to happen? And, and, uh, what got you going? Yeah. So it had been on my mind for a few years, actually. And, and I've been doing Facebook ads for 10 years now. So I've been doing them a long time and I can, I can teach ads to anybody. And I don't say that like boastfully. It's just like, I've been doing it a long time and I do have a gift of taking something complex and just simplifying it down. And so frankly, I got kind of bored of was just like, I'm just doing ads all the time, all the time. And it really goes back to what I mentioned before, Brandon, where I started seeing and started just realizing, you know what? Like I'm doing people a disservice by just talking about ads because of what we've been talking about. Ads are just one piece of the puzzle. It's a growing a great business. And so I felt constrained, if you will, to only be talking about ads. And so it was just sort of like an inner push to be like, you know what, I want to start talking about other things in addition to ads, like not stop talking and teaching ads, but I want to talk about this other stuff. Was there a first step you took? Yeah, I started mixing in other episodes on the podcast without telling anybody. And I wasn't trying to be like sneaky. I just wanted to kind of test like, what is the response that so people are like, dude, are you, what are you doing talking about mindset? What are you doing talking about, you know, building a team or whatever? This is the art of paid traffic. So I started doing that and I started doing that in early 2019. And I did that for a solid eight months-ish. And the feedback was great, you know? And I also looked at it too. I was like, look, if people stop listening to the podcast because they're not interested in that stuff, they're not my audience any longer. I'm totally cool with that. If my downloads go down, whatever, Fine. Again, this goes back to the quality of the audience that I'm speaking to and trying to attract. And so it went really well. Like I, I got zero negative feedback and people didn't even realize what it was like it was happening. I mean, obviously they were seeing new shows sprinkled throughout, new topics and stuff like that, but I got great feedback from it. So I was like, cool. Like, and so it was just sort of my first thing that I was doing to kind of validate this idea that I had and this feeling that I wanted to, where I want to, where I want to take the business. And so I officially made the announcement. I want to say like late fall of 2019 that I was changing the name of the podcast to the art of online business. And the key thing there that I wanted people to know 
is that, look, the only thing changing is the name. The topics have been, had already been changed, you know, for the past 10 months or so. The name is changing and everything else is going to continue. So that's it. I just, we, you know, obviously changed the artwork and then we changed the intro and outro and all that stuff to reflect the name and what the, what the show is about. But that was it. And now here we are at the end of April. I'm going through literally right now the more quote unquote official rebrand of what I talk about, what I teach, how I teach it, all that stuff through messaging, through positioning, through a new website and all that stuff. So it's been a process, but I just started sprinkling in new episode topics on the show without telling anybody to kind of gauge their, their reaction. And it was great. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I, I think the same, like at the end of the day, like there's a lot of, I think your listeners that were growing with you and yeah. being able to provide them the things that they need next, I think is huge. And there's still plenty of, you know, episodes in the list and you can keep going backwards and find the things you need. Yeah. But I get it. There's only so many ways you can slice <laughs> the cake and uh, it's, it's good to, I think, expand and, and, and grow and change. Totally. And I still talk about ads, right? Like every number, I, didn't, I don't have a set like, oh, every fifth episode. Like I still talk about ads a lot. Yeah. But I just, I'm talking about other things too, like case studies and building your team and mindset and all the, you know, copywriting, all this other stuff too, that goes into building a great online business. Yeah. I mean, if it's suddenly switched to being a yoga show, I could see yeah, some, that's a different, like, that's a different a few story. people being confused. <laughs> uh, I do think that like people tune in for a reason, like you've created, like, this is the promise that I'm going to help you grow in your business yeah. with these things. And I think that at the end of the day, you're actually just adding to how you're helping people and not totally changing as much as just expanding. So I, I think that's awesome. And I want to respect your time today and kind of lead, maybe get to the end here of the show with what I think, you know, I'm trying to think, how can we help people really take the next step in their business? And maybe I'll leave it a little bit wide open. What's something that you are talking a lot about these days that you, uh, you just, you, it's in your soul that you just feel like if you could speak to someone directly right now to help them, uh, what would you say? Well, so let's kind of take this two different ways. And I like this question a lot because this is really tactical, right? You can go and do this right now. So if you're somebody who's listening right now and you don't have consistent leads coming into your business and a way to turn them, quote unquote, I don't mean that in a negative way, but like you want to convert them into a sale, you need to have that system down first. Like that's your foundation. You need leads and sales coming in. So you create the leads, right? Get, get the leads going, whether that's through ads, whether that's through whatever you're doing in the business. Make sure that you have a consistent stream of leads coming in and you have a way to nurture them and to convert them into sales, whether that's a webinar, phone call, whatever, whatever it is, yeah, strategy call, whatever it is, you've got a system, you got it, you have what I call a sales mechanism in place. So leads and a sales mechanism that converts. If you don't have that, you know, your business isn't going to go very far. So get that down first. If you do have that in your business and you're starting to scale your business and you're, you're seeing some success there, what I would encourage you to do is, because what happens at that point is a lot of people as their business is growing in, in, at sort of that level, they're just that one person show, right? And they, they're doing everything in their business. They're doing their ads, they're writing their emails, they're doing interviews, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing their books, you know, all this other stuff. And it's like, number one, do a time audit of where you're spending your time. This is one of the first things that I have people do when they, when they join my accelerator program is like, look, how do you spend your time? So I would track it for three to five days. If you can do it for longer, great. Just to kind of get you know, a good solid overview of what you're doing. 
15 minute increments, what are you doing? List everything out. I took a break to one of my time wasters, if you will, is I'll go on to ESPN and, and then TSN, which is Canada's ESPN because I'm a big hockey fan. So like, I'll go to those sites, right? All right, put that down. I did that for eight minutes or what have you. Get granular with how you're spending your time. And then what you want to do is you want to add a value next to that task that you did, right? So if you spent 45 minutes editing a video, that is a $10 an hour task, right? You could hire somebody out for very inexpensively to take that over for you, right? And the, what we're doing here is, number one, where are you spending your time? Because a lot of people don't understand how they're spending their time. Number two is how do you get things off of your plate so that you were only focusing on those highest value activities that are moving the business forward, doing podcast interviews like this, you know, writing a sales page copy, writing a sales email, having a strategy call, doing a sales call, those types of things that are actually going to be moving your business forward and not being bogged down by all the other things that are taking up your time that are keeping you from those things. And so that is one of the things that's a game changer that can get a lot of people unstuck because so many people like don't even realize that like, oh my God, I just, yeah, I spend three hours a day doing these things no wonder I don't have any time and no wonder my business is kind of stalled, right? And so that can be a real game changer in, in what you can do in your, in your business. I love that. And it, there's, what's funny is it's never been easier to find help with the, the I mean, everyone's totally. becoming freelance. Everyone is creating courses. Everyone's creating digital content. So we have access now to get the learning we need, to get the coaching we need, and even to hand off some of the work that might be getting in the way of the work we could be doing in our business instead of on our business. And uh, I think that's, that's, that's huge advice. I hope people like, take time to pause and, and like, take some of it in and think about what this could mean if they could picture a world where some of this was happening for them. Rick, I appreciate your time today, man. I, I, I wish I had three, four hours with you, <laughs> but I don't. I respect that. But I think it's, I think the world of you and uh, rickmulready.com, if you guys want to check out his Foundations Ads course, or if you want to, if you're curious at the next level, ready for the Accelerator Mastermind, uh, I encourage you guys to check that out. And as always, if you want to just keep your earbuds ringing with, with words like this, go to the Art of Online Business Podcast, man. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Brand. Appreciate it, man. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.